Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Cigar Talks with Jason. Today I wanted to talk about power dynamics in relationships. I feel like this is something that I don't really, I don't know if anyone else has talked about it, but I feel like it's extremely important and needs to be talked about. And just to be clear, when I say relationship, I'm talking about any type. I'm not just talking about romantic. You know, it could be friendships, it could be a business arrangement. I mean, really this applies to any type of relationship and what inspired me to talk about this video is I was talking to a friend the other day about an upcoming trip I have to Mexico I'm going to Cancun in July and I go every single year and uh, so I always bring my filming equipment with me um, because obviously if I shoot a video down there the trip becomes a tax write-off which is a huge thing and me living in Denver, finding women that are okay with their face being on camera is like finding a needle in a haystack. If I lived in like LA or Vegas or Miami or Fort Lauderdale, it would be much, much easier. Um, but the situation that I always run into when I go down to Mexico is the vast majority of the people live in a level of poverty that goes beyond anything that anyone in the U.S. or Europe could even imagine. Um, I mean, I'm talking living in a house made of cinder blocks and the floor is dirt and, you know, they're sleeping in, you know, hammocks and, you know, living on $200 a month. And that's, you know, working six days a week, uh, 12 hours a day. And the dilemma that I always run into there is... You know, there's women that I find that I could shoot with, but they're living in that level of poverty. And the thing is, like, I would obviously pay them to do this, but I've never done it yet to this date because I've never found a woman who I felt could actually say no. And this is just me. This is my moral compass. But if... I were to be in a position where, you know, a woman's willing to shoot with me if I pay her, but, you know, she's living in that level of poverty, it's like, does she really have the ability to say no? Because when you are that poor and that desperate, I mean, someone could basically say, hey, will you do this, like, terrible, terrible thing and I'll pay you, and they're probably going to do it because that's the level of desperation that they're at. And to me personally, that feels like rape because can the person really say no? Now, you know, if it was a woman who is well off and whatever, okay, completely different story because she has the ability to say no. She's not desperate for that money. You know, it's not, you know, that money is not going to decide whether or not, you know, her and her family can eat next week. Um, so, you know, that's that's always just been... You know, so the the point is really, does the person have the ability to say no? You know, another example of this is, uh, you know, like when people will do something for a homeless person, but they'll turn it into a social media spectacle and, you know, oh, the camera's in the dude's face and like, that's humiliating. Like, imagine if you were homeless and like literally starving and someone's, you know, turning feeding you into a spectacle, like, no matter how much you want to say no, no matter how much you want to hold on to your dignity and your pride, you don't have that ability to say no. And, 
you know, it, it just, this type of thing, you know, focus on the process of the situation. I feel like this is extremely important. Um, you know, using myself as another example, uh, like let's say that, you know, me and you were to go on a date, you know, let's say, you know, we've been chatting online, whatever. It's our first date. I personally will not make the first move under any circumstance. It's just, it's not happening, period, end of story. Um, and when I say first move, I'm talking about like, you know, holding hands or kissing or anything like that. And I won't make the first move, not because I'm shy, but because it's out of respect for the other person. Like, I'm six feet tall, 260 pounds, and unless you know me, I look very scary, and I'm very aware of that. So, you know, it just, it needs to be, like, clear consent on your part. I need to know, like, you know, that you're not going along with it because I initiated it and you're just afraid or whatever else. Like, you're going to have to be the one to make the first move. Once you make that, we're all good, great, you know, no problem. But I personally will not make the first move, and it's out of respect for you or the other person. Um, you know, even when it comes to like shooting content, um, I always mimic the other person. Um, again, because I'm aware of my size and, you know, my appearance and the assumptions that people will make about me, you know, like, let's be honest, <laughs> most people would agree I look like a white supremacist, which I'm obviously not, but you know, that's what I look like. So, you know, I will like allow them to push certain boundaries first and I'll mimic, you know, their energy and, and whatnot. And, you know, especially if you get into like BDSM or Dom sub, it's better to go, you know, slowly, 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 you know, and make sure the other person feels more comfortable. Um, you know, you don't just like, let's say, you know, for example, you're going to suck on someone's nipples. You don't go straight in and go super, super hard. You know, you kind of build up and that's important to, to so many different things. And like, uh, you know, this is also important in friendships. Uh, like for example, my best friend is autistic and manipulating him. Oh, Jesus Christ. A little kid could manipulate him, but because I understand, like, you know, I understand how his mind works. I have to be very, very careful because for me, I will not manipulate someone in my, in my inner circle. I won't under any circumstance. It goes against my moral compass. And, you know, with him, I need to be very careful of how I phrase things and how I word things because I don't want to manipulate him. So, you know, I would never say, for example, oh, uh, you want In-N-Out Burger tonight, right? He's going to say yes if I phrase it like that. Even if that's the last thing in the world he wants, he's going to say yes. So I need to be very careful. You know, what would you like for dinner tonight? You know, so it, it's being aware of those power dynamics, you know. Another thing that I feel like, you know, a lot of you can relate to. So please let me know in the comments uh, down below. But it's like, uh, say, for example, you and I are dating, right? And you, you know, we've been dating for a year or two years or whatever. And, you know, you move into my place because, you know, it's bigger. It's got more room, whatever the reason. Um, I need to 
make sure that you feel comfortable here. I need to make sure that you have your own space here because, you know, a lot of times in a lot of toxic and unhealthy relationships, you'll get a situation where, you know, uh, like you moved into my house where, you know, um, I would be like, oh, well, you know, this is my house or, you know, not making you feel comfortable. The fact that it's my house that we're moving into, I need to go out of my way to make you feel like this is our house, not my house, but our house, that it's something we're sharing together, that you have your own space. You know, that does create a power dynamic where one person needs to overcompensate to be fair, for it to be a healthy, happy relationship, um, you know, money, that is a really, really, really big one. Um, if someone makes like way, way, way more than the other person, you cannot use that money to manipulate or control um, the other person. Like me personally, when it comes to a, uh, you know, relationship again, you know, using the example you and I are dating, you moved in. I'm personally not comfortable with you moving in unless I know for a fact that you have, you know, several thousand dollars in a savings account or something so that you can move out at any point in time if you want to. Because for me, my biggest fear would be that, you know, you may be unhappy in our relationship. You know, you're not satisfied for whatever reason but that you stay with me and you live here because you can't afford to leave because you can't, you know, it's not financially viable. And to me, the thought of my partner being in that position just makes me absolutely nauseous. So, you know, making the living space comfortable, making sure that you're not creating a situation where the person can't leave. And, you know, this, like for me, the way I've always worked finances um, in my relationships, I've never actually had an argument or a disagreement about money. Um, but like, you know, we just, you know, agree early on, you know, okay, you know, I'll pay for this, 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 and this, and, you know, you pay for this, 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 and it's fair and it's amicable, you know, based on, you know, uh, what we both make. And, you know, everything else is at that person's discretion. I personally feel like joint bank accounts, um, you know, where all the money goes into that is a time bomb. It's not a question of when that shit's going to blow up. It's only a question or it's not a question of if it's only a question of when, because uh, like if you want to have a joint bank account where that's the money that goes to pay for the mutual bills and then you guys have your own, you know, that's different. And, you know, it's just everyone sees, you know, uh, different personal value in things. You know, if, if you were to spend, let's say, you know, $200 on makeup, that's absurd. I would never spend that in a million years. But, you know, for me, my computer costs $12,000. And I'm guessing you're probably like, that is absurd. I would never, ever, ever do that. You know, so... Personal value is something that needs to be taken into account, and I personally believe finances should always be separate. Um, another one, um, control. These are very similar, but controlling sex and intelligence. And what I mean by intelligence is, let's say someone knows how to do something that the other person doesn't. 
Um, you know, whether that's fixing the car or fixing things that go wrong around the house or, you know, whether it's cooking or whatever, you need to never under any circumstance withhold those things to punish or manipulate or guilt or whatever, because, you know, if you know how to do something that the other person is dependent upon, that creates a power dynamic, you know, or for example, withholding sex. Uh, I don't want to say women are notorious for that, while, you know, a lot of women are notorious for that, but a lot of gay men are notorious for that too. So really, I, I think that a lot of people um, are guilty of that. And, you know, you should never, ever, ever use any of those types of things to control, punish, manipulate, you know, or similar with your partner, because again, you're taking, using that power dynamic and taking advantage of it. And you're creating a very toxic and unhealthy relationship. Um, and then, uh, the last one I've got is social power. So what I mean by social power is like, let's say, you know, you, you and I are dating again and, you know, we've got a group of friends. One of us is going to have more influence, if you will, over that group of friends than the other one is. And you need to be responsible with that. Um, I remember, uh, you know, this is a little bit different. Again, focus on the process of the situation. So, like, uh, give me a sec. I'm trying to think about how to say this uh, with anonymity uh, while preserving anonymity. So, um, essentially, someone today uh, found out that I used to date someone else. And, you know, they asked me, like, oh, you know, why did, you know, you guys ever break up? And, uh, you know, the truth is that, you know, this person actually left me for someone else. However, I did not say that. I was just like, you know, I told him everything else. And, you know, I told him, you know, we actually had a really good relationship and there was no real major issues, which is true. And, you know, I just said, you know, we were two different people you know, at the end, it just didn't work out. And, you know, I still have a lot of respect for them. And, you know, the point that I'm trying to make with that is I was not about to bash or destroy my ex because I know that this person right here knows a whole shitload of people and who the, f like, you know, what happened between me and my ex, that's between us. I'm not going to be the type to be like, oh, yeah, they did this and they wronged me. And I know you know everyone. So I know you're going to go tell everyone like, screw that. I mean, what are you, 12? Like, what is this? You hurt me. So now I have to hurt you. I, I've never been the, the, the type to, to do that type of thing. Um, so, again, you know, it's that power dynamic because this person is closer to me than this person. And I'm not going to use that to screw up this person's, you know, my ex's social status or anything else. Because like I said, what happened between us stays between us. You know, that's not for anyone else uh, to know, especially someone who knows a lot of people. And, you know, really, I what I'm trying to say with this video is there are so many different power dynamics that influence every type of relationship there is. 
So please, please, please just be aware of those and overcompensate and talk accordingly or act accordingly because if you abuse those power dynamics, you will either destroy the relationship or it'll become toxic or it'll become unhealthy. So just be aware of who you are, you know, the way that other people may perceive you. Be aware of the influence or the power or the control you have in certain situations and just be responsible. Don't, just don't be a shitty person. You know, don't take advantage of those things. Don't use those things, you know, to, to screw over other people because, you know, at the end of the day, you need to be able to live with yourself and, you know, I know a lot of people are just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll do whatever I want, blah, 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 screw the consequences. But there will be a time in life where you get older and those things where you did screw over other people or you did take advantage of other people or did exploit other people, that will come back to haunt you. And before you know it, you're not going to be able to stand the person you see in the mirror. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope that... Uh, it had a positive impact and I hope that, you know, it will influence future interactions you may have with other people, you know, we're all guilty of it to some degree. Um, if you did like this video, please like, comment, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, if you're interested, I do offer life coaching, relationship coaching, all that good stuff. I charge $60 for an hour, um, and if you're interested in that, you can contact me or find me on social media, uh, my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, OnlyFans, and just for fans are just at MasculineJason, one word. Do not reach out to me on Facebook. I will never see the message. I get far too many to even try. Um, message me on Instagram or Twitter, and please do not message me, hi, or hey, or What's up? I will not respond to that. Write an introduction. Say, hey, I'm interested in X, Y, Z. I will respond to that. Um, so, you know, I just try to streamline that process. And, yeah. But I hope you guys enjoyed the video. I hope you guys have an amazing week. I love you all.